I want you to turn to Revelation chapter 22. Revelation chapter 22. Verse 17. And verse 20. Thank you, Jesus. Revelation 22 and verse 17 says, And the Spirit and the bride say, Come. And let him that heareth say, Come. Let him that is athirst come. And whosoever will, let him take of the water of life freely. Verse 20 says, He which testifieth these things, talking about Everything that's written in chapter 22 in the whole book of Revelation, I guess. He which testifieth these things says, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so come, Lord Jesus. Praise God. You can be seated tonight. Hallelujah. If they want to throw the title, just a one-word title tonight, not going to try to get real fancy, fancy and not going to try to be real elaborate tonight, praise God, with the title. Amen. The title of the message tonight is simply come. Praise God. Hallelujah. In Second Peter, and I didn't give them the scripture, but I just thought about it as I came to the pulpit tonight. Just thought about these verses of scripture that I find in Second Peter chapter 1. Amen. In verse 5, reading down, he says, and besides this. Giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue and virtue knowledge. And to knowledge, temperance, and to temperance, patience. And to patience, godliness. And to godliness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Well, Amen. As I read those verses of Scripture tonight, I understand that faith is good. Amen. For without faith, it's impossible to please God tonight. The Bible tells us that, right? So, amen. Faith is something that we've certainly got to have. Amen. Do you agree with me tonight? Amen. Faith is good. Amen. It's, it's necessary. Amen. For us to be, uh, amen, uh, successful children of God. Amen. For us to be, uh, you know, uh, an asset to the kingdom of God in any way whatsoever, hallelujah, we've got to have faith. Amen. But according to those verses of Scripture, we also, amen, have got to realize tonight, faith is not all that we need there. Amen. If faith was all that we needed, then the Bible wouldn't ask us to add all of these other things to our faith, right? Amen. You've got to add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge and to knowledge temperance and to temperance patience and to patience godliness and to godliness brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness charity. Praise God. So, amen. Faith is good, but faith alone, amen, is not all that we need tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, we're not going to talk about the area of faith tonight, but I want you to kind of just hang on to that thought for just a little while. Amen. And I'll come back and say what I want to say about that verse of Scripture a little later on as we get into what I want to talk about tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. Here we are tonight, amen, 27 days away from a brand new year. Hallelujah. I think it's like 27 days to the first day of January. Amen. My hope tonight, amen, is that instead of uh, waiting until the very last service, amen, before we enter into 
uh, amen, 2020, praise God, hallelujah. I, instead of waiting until the last day in the last service of 2019, amen, to reassess exactly what we need to work harder at as Christians in this new year coming up, amen, that we kind of get a little bit earlier start on that, amen, tonight, praise God. I know it's like nearly four weeks away or four weeks away before we go into the new year. And we may be getting, trying to get a, a, a jump on things and a head start on things tonight. A lot of times we wait till that last service to remind ourselves of, hey, hey man, you know, we might need to tighten our belt here a little bit or do a little better in this area, do a little better in that area. Amen. So I'm going to get an earlier start than, amen, that tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. What have we slipped away from? Amen. Doing that, uh, amen. Doing that, we at one time did with enthusiasm. That's simply a question that we need to ask ourselves tonight. Amen. What have we slipped away from? Amen. Over the past year or two or three or four, whatever. Amen. That we used to do with enthusiasm. Praise God. Something, amen, to think about tonight. Hallelujah. Uh, amen. Where have we grown cold in God? Where have we grown lethargic in God? Or where have we gotten a little bit lukewarm? Maybe not completely cold. Amen. Hallelujah. Maybe there's things that we, amen, still do occasionally. Amen. But not with as much enthusiasm as we used to do that. Praise God. Hallelujah. And uh, amen. And we need to think about this tonight. Praise God. As you're sitting there, amen, have you become lethargic? Have you become lukewarm? Amen. Have you grown cold in some areas? Amen. In God. Hallelujah. How can we revive ourselves in these areas? Amen. How can we get back to doing what we know to do for God? Hallelujah. Well, amen. The only way I know to do it is to look to the Word of God, see what it says, examine ourselves by the Word of God. Amen. Look into the looking glass. Look into the mirror of the Word of God. Amen. And judge ourselves. Amen. By that Word. Amen. That has been given to us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, I want to say tonight that I believe that this is a praying church. Hallelujah. Amen. If you don't believe me, amen, that then you need to come on Monday nights and you need to hear, amen, the moaning and the groaning and the crying and the wailing, amen, and the, amen, and, and, and just hear the sounds of, amen, 20, 15 or 20 or 25 saints of God that gather around here, amen, on Monday nights, amen. I, I believe that, amen, even hopefully at least, amen, there are those that cannot get to Monday night prayer meeting, amen, hopefully at least, and I believe that some of you do this, amen, you take that same time at home, amen, to maybe slip away to a bedroom or a closet somewhere, amen, and join us in prayer. I believe tonight, amen, that we all know how to pray, amen, and I believe that we are a praying church, hallelujah. We put a lot of emphasis on prayer, amen, we believe in prayer, and we participate in prayer, hallelujah. Amen. We know that we cannot survive without prayer, right? Hallelujah. We all know that. That's why we participate. Amen. That's why we pray. That's why we come. Amen. Early for church and pray. Hallelujah. Because we know, amen, we simply cannot survive without praying. Hallelujah. But somebody said, amen, and I don't know who it was because I didn't take time to look it up, but somebody said, amen, don't put all of your eggs into one basket. Amen. They were probably referring to financial stocks and bonds and, amen, and retirement funds and all this other kind of stuff. 
Amen. Don't put all of your eggs in one basket. And they were probably referring to financial, financially and uh, financial security for the future and stuff. You got to diversify. You got to spread it all out. Hallelujah. And that sort of thing. Praise God. Well, amen. We need to apply that same principle tonight. Amen. Don't put all of your eggs in the same basket. Amen. We need to apply that same principle spiritually tonight. At least for the next 30 or 45 minutes tonight. Amen. We need to try to think about, hey, amen, how can I uh, diversify? How can I, amen, you know, do, do more for God in more different areas? Hallelujah. To assure that, amen, we're successful as a church. Amen. In God. Let me say something tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Prayer works. Amen. We know that tonight. Prayer works. But I think that when we put, amen, all of our confidence, listen to me tonight, and I'll try to be as brief as I can. I know I got quite long-winded Sunday. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'll try not to do that again tonight. But I think when we put all of our confidence in prayer alone, we actually are missing the mark. Hallelujah. Amen. When we put all of our confidence in prayer alone, we are actually missing the mark. Amen. Missing the, maybe not missing the whole target. Hallelujah. Because prayer works. Amen. Prayer, amen, it gets us on the board. Amen. But we need to fine tune what we're doing. Amen. So that we can hit the bullseye. Not just the target, but the bullseye, right? Is that our goal? Amen. To, Hallelujah, to fine-tune, amen, our, our, our sights, hallelujah, is to where we can not just be satisfied with hitting 8 to 10 inches out from the bullseye, amen, but that we actually want to hit the bullseye, praise God, hallelujah. Well, amen, we, we think, okay, I prayed for the lost today. Here's how we think sometimes. I prayed for the lost today. I've done my duty, hallelujah, and you have, amen, because it is our duty to pray for the lost. Hallelujah. If we don't pray for them, amen, there's probably not anybody going to pray for them. Hallelujah. So, amen, you, you pray and you say, I've done my duty. Amen. And you have. Amen. But have we done our whole duty, amen, when we simply pray for the lost tonight? Hallelujah. Every day we see people. Every day we talk to people. Amen. Who we know. Amen. Who we know that we have prayed for. Amen. Probably many times, hundreds of times possibly. Hallelujah. Amen. And we see these people sometimes on a daily basis. And if not daily, amen, at least on a weekly basis. We see these people out and about. Amen. In Walmart, in Kroger, in Publix, or wherever it is, amen, that you shop. Hallelujah. Or, uh, you know, you get out there, amen, and uh, mix and mingle. Amen. Out there in public, you'll see these people that, amen, you have uh, probably prayed a hundred prayers for already. Hallelujah. Amen. And when we see them a lot of times, amen, it just dawns on us. Well, amen, I, I just need to keep on praying for them. Hallelujah. Nothing wrong with that thought. Nothing wrong with that, that concept. I need to just keep on praying for them. Hallelujah. But then five verses from the end of the entire book that God left us to live our lives by. Five verses from the final amen. Hallelujah. The book is written. Amen. It's sealed. 
Amen. It's done. You and I can't add to it. You and I can't take away from it. The best thing that we can do is put our nose in it, study it, read it, pray about it, and try to live by it, right? Hallelujah. Five verses from the end of the book. Amen. God puts a verse of scripture. Amen. A final, as a final reminder, amen, to his church. Hallelujah. Amen. It's kind of like a final reminder. It ain't over until it's over, right? Hallelujah. And we need to be dedicated, amen, to one thing, amen, just as much as we are to our praying for the lost. Hallelujah. We don't need, amen, to back down. We don't need to back away, amen, from praying for the lost. Hallelujah. Amen. But I'm telling you tonight, amen, as we have learned in, in 1 Peter, amen, that, that, that we have to add to our faith other things. We also need to know tonight that we got to add to our prayers. Faith alone is is good, but faith alone won't get the whole job done. Amen. Praying is good and right. Amen. But praying alone, amen, won't get the job done. Praise God. Hallelujah. Verse 17 says, And the Spirit and the bride say, Come. And let him that heareth say, Come. And let him that is a thirst come. Hallelujah. Spirit and the bride say come. Amen. If there's one thing that we need to add to our prayers for people, the lost, the sinners, the backsliders, the prodigal sons and daughters whose names are in our, our little container here under this platform. Hallelujah. Amen. Is that we need to continue to give these people Amen, that we pray for a personal invitation to come to church. Hallelujah. Now, I know, I know that's not, amen, that's not a spectacular statement. That's not going to make you ooh and ah tonight as if, amen, I just gave you some kind of great revelation that you never thought about or never considered tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. But we need to know and understand that praying for the lost is right. Amen. But we got to add to our prayers. Amen. A personal invitation. Amen. To those people that we're seeing out there every week. Amen. Amen. We've got to remind ourselves. Hallelujah. We've got to continue inviting them to come. Come. Hallelujah. Amen. We pray God save them. And we pray God heal them. God deliver them. God set them free from this or that or whatever. Hallelujah. Amen. Then we so often fail to invite them to church. Amen. Where God can actually do the things that we have already prayed about. Hallelujah. You understand what I'm saying? We're praying for these people. God heal them. God deliver them. God set them free. Amen. God, uh, you know, do all these things for them. Hallelujah. And then we see them out there in the public, and then we fail so many times, amen, to remind them that we would certainly love to see them in the house of God. Amen. We forget sometimes to, amen, invite them, amen, to come to the house of God. Let me say this tonight. Hallelujah. And I want you to catch what I'm saying here. Don't. Amen. Take it out of context tonight. Hallelujah. The reality is this tonight. Most people, that's a key, key words to the statement I'm fixing to make. Most people will not repent at home. I know they, they do. There's a few people that have repented at home. I know it can happen at home. Hallelujah. 
Amen. But as a general rule, amen, most people, amen, don't repent at home. Hallelujah. Most people will not get baptized at home. Hallelujah. Most people won't get the Holy Ghost at home. Hallelujah. Most people don't get healed or delivered or set free at home. Hallelujah. Amen. Most of, amen, most of these things, amen, that they need in their life, amen, normally or usually or at least most of the time takes place in the house of God. Amen. So it's imperative that we need to pray for their healing, their salvation, their deliverance. Amen. And all these other things. But it is also imperative, amen, that we keep it down in the gut, in our gut. Amen. That we keep it down in our mind, our heart, and soul. Hey, amen. We need to do everything we can to get these people to the house. To the house. Amen. So let's try in 2020. Let's remind ourselves in 2020 that prayer alone is not enough. Come on now. Don't lose me now. Amen. We've got to add to our faith. We've got to add to our prayers. Amen. The spirit and the bride say come. Hallelujah. The church until, amen, we draw our last breath here, amen, on this planet, we've got to be, amen, inviting people to the house of God. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's try in 2020, amen, to actually invite somebody to church. Compel somebody, amen, to the house of God. Beg them. Plead with them. Whatever you got to do. Amen. Just whatever you do, be consistent. Amen. Be consistent. Hallelujah. It don't matter, amen, where they've been. It don't matter what they've done. It don't matter what they look like tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. If they one time was in church and they've drifted away and now they look like something else other than a Christian, amen, that shouldn't matter to us. Amen. If God did it one time, God can do it again. Amen. But we need to understand that we got to get them back to the house. Amen. We've got to invite them back to the church. Hallelujah. Verse 17, the spirit and the bride say, come. Amen. <clears throat> Let me tell you tonight, there's nothing hard about saying. Why don't you come to church with me this Sunday? Why don't you come to church with me this Wednesday night when we see these people out there and we interact with them? Amen. You may stand there and talk about the weather. You may stand there in Walmart and talk about politics. You may, amen, stand there and talk about whatever shared interest, amen, that you may have with these people. Praise God. Whatever that might be. I don't know. Amen. But whatever you can talk about with these folks, hallelujah, amen, certainly strike up a conversation with them. Amen. Have a civil conversation with them. Amen. But as a parting gesture, hallelujah, amen, uh, somewhere, amen, toward the end of that conversation, amen, why don't you look them dead in the eye and say, hey, amen, I sure do wish you'd come to church with me this Sunday. Hallelujah. Or this Wednesday night. Amen. Does everybody hear me? Is there anybody back there that needs a hearing aid? You can't hear what I'm saying. Raise your hand. Brother Bob, you need a hearing aid? Come up here and sit on the front row. 
Everybody, nobody needs to hear Nate. Everybody hears what I'm saying here. Hallelujah. Okay, then, amen, you apply to the word of God. Amen. And let him that heareth say come. Or let him that heareth come. Hallelujah. Amen. So we don't need a hearing aid tonight. Praise God. Amen. We know that the spirit and the bride has got to, amen, talk about, amen, and talk to people about coming to church. Hallelujah. And let him that heareth say, come. Hallelujah. So you're hearing me tonight. Amen. I hope you're not just hearing me with your ears, but you're hearing me with your heart tonight. We got to get back, amen, to asking people to the house of God, inviting people Amen to the house of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's practice here tonight. Hey, okay. Why don't you turn to somebody, amen, and say, I wish you'd come to church with me this Sunday. Come on, try. Now, now your teeth didn't fall out. Your jaw didn't fall off. Your head didn't fall off your shoulders. Did it? Amen. That wasn't, that wasn't quite so hard as you thought it was. Hey, Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, hey, let's try it again. Turn to somebody else. Why don't you do something different this weekend and come to church with me this Sunday? Why don't you do something different this weekend? Amen. Why don't you come and visit our church? Amen. This Sunday. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, we got a great church. Amen. You'd love it there. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, we gotta we gotta get in, we gotta get this in our heart. We gotta get in our mind. We gotta make it, amen, amen, as important to us as our prayers. Why don't you come to church with me this weekend? Why don't you bring your kids to church? They would love our Sunday school classes. They would love our Sunday school teachers. Come on, man. Amen. You ain't been to church in Amen, a long time. Why don't you just break down and come to church this weekend? Come on now. Hallelujah. That ain't, that ain't, that ain't so hard. Praise God. Amen. Uh, you know, our, our prayer, uh, our prayers work better. Amen. When they are coupled with an invitation. So add to your prayers. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I know, hey, amen, this ain't found in the Word of God, but we know we have to add to our faith. Because faith alone, amen, ain't going to get the job done. We know that prayer is good, but prayer alone, amen, ain't going to get the complete job done. So we need to understand there is something that we need to add to our prayer life. And that is personal invitations, amen, to people that we know that need to be coming to church. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's stop counting how many times we've already invited them. And I know. I'm as guilty as you are. I look at people sometimes and think, how many hundreds of times have, have I already invited these people to church and, hey amen, and they hadn't come yet, why should I invite them again? That's not how we ought to think. Hallelujah. Hey amen. We need to look at people who we've invited to church a hundred times and, hey amen, just simply do it again. Simply invite them again. Simply ask them to come to church again. Hallelujah. Why are you saying this tonight, Brother Real? Because, amen, prayer alone, amen, is not filling up our congregation, not filling up our, our chairs here. Amen. There, there, there's probably 60, 70, 60 people here, amen, in the room tonight. I'm guessing. So if you count them and you come up with a different number, I'm just guessing. There's 400 chairs in this room. That means, amen, there's room for 340 more people in here. 
Oh, yeah, God's given us, amen, a goal to work toward. God has given us, amen, a job to do. Hallelujah. He didn't put these 400 chairs in here, amen, for them to stay, amen, empty forever. Amen. We need to make up our mind. I'm going to work to filling up my pew. Amen. My, my line of chairs here. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to work to try to get somebody sitting beside me in the house of God. If we can get them here, if you and I can keep after them, amen, and get them here, then the Spirit of God will do His part. Amen. Then the Spirit of God will start compelling them, amen, in the house of God to come. Hallelujah. The Spirit and the bride say come. Amen. If we get them in the house, I guarantee you the Spirit of God that's in the house, amen, will then in return compel them to come. Come. Hallelujah. Amen. We get them in the house and he'll get them in the altar. That's what our prayers are tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. We get them in the house and he gets them in the altar, right? Hallelujah. We, gotta, we are laborers together. Amen. Not just with one another, but we are laborers together with the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, he'll get them to come if they'll listen. And I know that everybody we invite to church don't listen. They don't pay attention. They don't, amen, take heed to what is preached, amen, in the, amen, across the pulpit every time. Hallelujah. But yet and still, amen, we got to get them to come. And if they come, we'll come. And if they do listen, amen, he can make them, amen, realize just how thirsty their souls really are. Hallelujah. And let him take of the water of life freely. How are they going to get a drink of the water of life freely if we don't get them in the house? If we don't invite them? If God don't, amen, convict their heart and soul. Hallelujah. Amen. And whosoever will, listen, and whosoever will, let him take of the water of life freely. What God has to offer us tonight and what God has to offer our lost friends and neighbors and loved ones tonight, amen, is free tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. God wants everybody to know that salvation, amen, has been paid for. Hallelujah. Praise God. And, and when they realize that they found what they've been thirsting for, that opens the door for whosoever will let him take of the water of life freely. Amen. We've got to get them in here to get them to realize just how bad they need God and just how good God is tonight. Amen. We've got to believe that people can find God what they need, amen, in this house. I know there's churches experiencing, amen, revival. I know that they are much larger churches and, amen, and, and smaller churches, hallelujah, amen, that you may know of and you may be acquainted with and they are experiencing, amen, rapid, amen, church growth and, amen, tremendous revival, amen, in, in their churches, hallelujah, amen. And, and, and for all of that, we are so proud, amen, we are so thankful, hallelujah, amen, that God has given people revival, amen. But you know what? Amen, we need to open our eyes and understand we need revival right here, amen. We need to see sons and daughters born into the kingdom of God right here. Amen. And until we believe that in this house they can find salvation, deliverance, healing, and help. Amen. In this house God will meet with them and help them. I got to have confidence in my church family. 
Amen. I got to have confidence in my church family tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. That you have prayed, that you have fasted. Amen. That you have, amen, uh, sought God. Hallelujah. For your lost loved ones. Amen. So that when they show up, God, amen, can touch them. Hallelujah. Amen. Why did Jesus throw this out there? Amen. Right at the closing of the book of Revelation, the final chapter. Amen. The final chapter of the book. Why does he throw it out there right here at the end of the book? Amen. He does it as a reminder to us. We got to work together with him. Amen. And the Spirit of God and the church has got to come together and say, come. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 20 says, and this is why he throws it out right there at the end. Verse 20 says, He which testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so come, Lord Jesus. Praise God. We got to believe, amen, that He can come at any time. Hey. And if we really believe that the Lord can come at any time, amen, then there would be a growing urgency inside of us. Amen, not to just pray for people, but actually pray for them and actually invite them to church. Hallelujah. I want to do something here tonight that I, I may not need to do, but I'm going to do it anyway, just for the sake of conversation. In Luke chapter 18, verses 1 through 5, if I gave them that verse of Scripture, if I, all right. Uh, this is Luke chapter 18, verses 1 through 5. And it's making a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Saying, there was a, in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded men. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while. But afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. All right, I'm going to rewrite that whole setting of Scripture to fit our narrative tonight. Hallelujah. I'm not changing the Word of God. I'm just looking at the Word of God, looking at a story in the Word of God. Amen. And rewording that story to fit our narrative here tonight. And this is how it goes. There was in a city a sinner which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a Christian in that city and she or he came unto him, the sinner, saying, come to church with me. And he would not for a while. But afterward he said within himself, though I fear not God nor man, yet because this Christian keeps asking me, I will go to church with him, lest by their continual asking they weary me. Oh, yeah. Sometimes, amen, all it takes is one time in the house of God. Amen. Sometimes all it takes is to get them here that one time. Amen. And God can move on their heart and make a change in their lives. Some of us use the excuse, oh, I don't want to bother people. I don't want to aggravate people. I don't want to trouble people. Amen. You know what? You know what? 
the scripture's telling us to do tonight, bother them. Bother them. Every time you see them, invite them to church. Every time, amen, you have a conversation with them, invite them to church. Bother them. Keep asking. Amen. Because in our continually asking these people to come to church, maybe one day they'll wake up on a Sunday morning, amen, not having a hangover from a Saturday night and say, hey, you know, these people have asked me a hundred times to come visit their church. I think I'll go, amen, this Sunday morning and visit their church. Amen. And we get them in the house. Amen. And the spirit and the bride, amen, are working together saying, come. Amen. Amen. You get them in the house. God gets them in the altar. Amen. They repent of their sins and God fills them with the Holy Ghost. So bother them. Keep asking. That's what that widow did. Amen. And that's what that judge realized. I got to give this woman what she wants. Amen. So she'll quit bugging me. Hallelujah. Well, we need to take that same concept, amen, in inviting people to church. Hallelujah. One time to church and one time the Lord touches these folks, amen, can make a difference between heaven and hell for them. Oh, yeah. So in, in 2020, 